When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Welcome in to Daily Vikings Entertainment, where we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die at some point. This is Purple Daily. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, our executive producer, Declan Goff. And the show is presented in part by our friends at TCL. Redefine creativity with the TCL 30V 5G smartphone. Enjoy blazing fast 5G speed and an AI-powered 50-megapixel triple camera system. Mm -hmm. So many megapixels. So many. Ultra-realistic and true-to-life visuals powered by Next Vision and booming sound from the dual speakers. Learn more at TCL.com. Uh, grab your favorite can of Surly, crack it open, and pour it back for a Vikings-Packers matchup that's going to be a blast on New Year's Day, Judd. Absolutely. And you know what? Before you, you do that, grab your camera phone, take a picture, and show us your cans on Twitter, at Jay Zolgad, at Score North. Look, here's the thing. Surly is the perfect beer because Furious Before I Die um uh, axeman all of them are great if things are going well because it's a beer of celebration and if things don't go well guess what it's a beer where you say okay my day doesn't have a lot of positives but it does have surly either way you can never go wrong when you've got a surly can in your hand amen print the shirts amen all right boys it's time to fire up the most innovative and high-risk segment in all of sports media, Declan. This is Write That Down. Most make predictions and then never admit they're wrong. Yeah, that's not Mackie and Judd. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions. Write this down. And eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Write that down. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. All right, boys. Here's how it works. Three Vikings or football-related predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns in this league, so to speak. And listeners, if you want to participate like our guy Bill in Vegas is about, you can send us a message through the Score North app. We'll get you scheduled sometime in early 2023. The 2022 Write That Down season runs through the football season. And so any in-season predictions about the Vikings, playoff predictions about the Vikings or other teams, uh, all count to the 2022 season until we hit the Super Bowl. And then we'll tally up winners for completion percentage and touchdowns. And right now, 
it is a grind in both categories. Uh, all three of us are separated by, I believe, less than 2% completions going into the week. And uh, there's a touchdown battle raging as well. It's going back and forth. So the stakes are very high here on Write That Down, boys. Are the nerves getting to you? Or are you like Kirk Cousins where you're rising nope. up late in the season, late in game? Nope, nope, nope. I am cool, calm, and collected as we embark on. Oh, okay. Jesus, that. <laughs> Well, it was first I looked at the first three, and then I was I looked at the last three, and I actually turned. I'm pretty happy. This is a pretty good week for you, actually, Judd. We'll start with Judd's accountability session. You said, uh, we'll start with the bad. Justin Jefferson will draw a personal foul penalty against the Giants. You were chasing things here that happened in previous weeks. You were, you were sort of like well at a blackjack table chasing losses or something here. In, in fairness, predictions. that first one was off of what KOC said on Monday after the previous game because i thought the league might be watching it very closely and throw a premature flag but i didn't get that so yes i was chasing that and then you said dalvin would go over 100 total yards against the giants he had like 75 or 77 or something you said the vikings would be flexed to a sunday night at some point this season they should have Um, been it's not gonna happen now no i won't but it's remarkable that a team that has a record like this didn't get one game flex to a Sunday night. Well, but they're frauds, though. So now that's how the league sees it. You're right. Or that's how the the nation sees we, it. We know they have ten wins, but they're just going to get beat right. by forty in all these other games because they're frauds. You said before the year, Greg Joseph would make a field goal of sixty yards or more this season. It was a game winner. This is a touchdown for Judd here. I saw him make a sixty-one yard or two field goals in training camp, and I was sold at that time. Just drilled that thing from 61. You said Nathaniel Hackett will get fired in season or right after the season by the Broncos. Total debacle. And you said Daniel Hunter would have 10 or more sacks in 2022. He tallied his 10th sack against the Giants. I should have said, I should have left out the right after. And because I think the Hackett one is a touchdown if I hadn't put the second clause on that correct yes so i think but I we wouldn't it. expect anything less from I, check down judd here i cost myself i cost myself a touchdown right now and it's time to reflect on that and look at the tape you're you got a little pre-2021 Kirk cousins in you with, with these predictions that yeah you're, you're kind of looking down the field but generally speaking you're you just want to complete the i'm disappointed first and foremost i'm disappointed in, in myself i should have had the confidence that that buffoon would get blown out <laughs> Where's he going to land? Just back with the Packers or something? That'd be ideal. XFL? Along with Peterson. Along with Peterson. He might be head coach in the XFL. All right. I had had a mostly rough week here. Mm -hmm. I thought Shelly Island would uh, secure an interception. Shelly Island has been very difficult to to access for opposing teams, but he he has not collected an interception yet. This was another bad beat here. I said the Vikings would have at least a 14-point lead in the first quarter against the Giants. I believe it was a 10-point lead early in that game. Uh, I said the Vikings would finish the season 11-6, and but that was an exact prediction, so it's wrong. Uh, And then I said the Vikings would have 12 or fewer false start penalties in 2022. They were very much tracking for this until they started playing backups. Uh, and Christian Derisaw went out, and then Bradbury went out, and then there just became a little more chaos. So they they have eclipsed 12 false start penalties, but they are among the league. I think they have the fewest offensive holding penalties. 
So they got that going for them. Uh, I did say Cousins would have a double-digit interception year this year, and that wasn't necessarily a bad thing. We said if he's taking more chances, he's he's going to throw some more interceptions, and so no, you're he'll a just hater. be a byproduct. No, I'm not. No, you're a hater, and this is just typical <laughs> Mackie hate. Mackie and his spewing hatred for Kirk Cousins. All right, oh. the listeners had a bunch of stuff come off the board here. We'll start with Nick, who said no Giants wow. receiver would have more than 50 yards receiving in that game. Packers, uh, this is Lane. Packers will finish last in the north. Nick said Vikings will finish in the NFC as the one seed, which could still happen. But the Dolphins would have the one seed in the American Football Conference. That's not going to happen. Tyler Fornis said the Vikings would win the North, but they would clinch the North with another team losing. That was wrong. The Vikings clinched it with their own win. Yep. Nick said uh, Greg Joseph will make the Pro Bowl this year, and Ted said the Vikings would win the NFC North by two games exactly. I believe they are now mathematically clear of that because the Lions lost. So, But the listeners said, says uh, Thor here from uh, the Before, Before We Die podcast said the Vikings will go at least 12-5, and five and they will win the NFC North. There you go. He said that as they were kind of into the season already with a yeah. hot right. start. So that's yeah, why it's so not a home run or a touchdown. Yeah. And then Nick said, Daniil Hunter will play 15 games or more and will record 10 or more sacks. I don't have this as a touchdown. You guys will have to tell me because it still left room for like him getting hurt for a couple games. Ten sacks is a very low bar for yeah, him. Yeah, ten sacks is low. So it's it's a borderline touchdown, yeah. but and it's it's, it's the expect. I know he's been hurt, but like it's the expectation if he plays fifteen games, he'll get he's he'll definitely get yeah. ten sacks. Yep. So it's kind of a kind of a parlay, but not really. And then Declan had a few things come off here. We'll start with the oh, bad. You said the Vikings. This is a bad beat. You said they'd score more than 21, score the first touchdown, and cover the three and a half. They won uh, by three. Uh, That's why Vegas. That's why they set you up to knock line. you down. Be careful with the parlays, kids. Uh, you said the Vikings' final record would be 11 and six, and that Pat McAfee would lead the skull chant at U.S. Bank Stadium this season. We're all out of home games. Unless you think he's going to do unless, it for a playoff game. Unless at the wild card weekend or something. But, yeah, probably not. You can take it off. I think they probably bring back, like, a former Viking for for that. Uh, you did say, however, though, that T.J. Hawkinson would score two touchdowns against the Giants. Wow, dude. Bingo. Yeah, that was good. Very and, solid. And that moves Declan to within one touchdown of the lead. I still have 15 to Declan's 14. But Declan leads the completion percentage battle at 36%, 0.4% above Judd at 35.6, and just a Judd. percentage and a half above me at 34.3. Listeners toiling at 22.9% with seven touchdowns. So, woo! This is a great race. Great season. Great this league. is a blast, yeah. It's, everything's, it's a great race. Everything is twisting in the wind from from week to week here, so... Let's get Bill in Vegas on. He's our guest listener predictor this week. Bill in Vegas, you're on the way uh, to the golf course. Yes. What's your Vikings fan background for us? So I've been, I was born in 79. I've been a Viking. My first real Viking memory is 87 NFC championship game. Hmm. That's my first heartbreak. It's the Reds, then Redskins, now Cowboys. Darren Nelson. Um, I can't even go from that. 
I've seen every heartbreak since then, but I have not seen any Super Bowls. So I'm kind of on the Mackie when you were like, if they could just, or no, Judd, when he said they, if they could just get to the Super Bowl this year, I'd take it just so I can see it. Would you take just an, so they get there and then Patrick Mahomes just absolutely shreds them? It's just like a 42 to 6 beatdown. No, no. It, that I wouldn't take. It's got to okay. be at least close. <laughs> <laughs> but if they lose by a touchdown, you take that. I'd take that in a heartbeat. You guys, man. If they, if oh, they get there, it's got to be a competitive thing for me. Yeah. Sounds competitive. There's one goal here. It's to it's to win the Super Bowl. Yep. If you're if you're gonna do it, win it. I but, agree. I agree. So, Bill, we're gonna start with you. We're gonna go around the room three different times here. Bill, Judd, Declan, back to me. Uh, predictions must be football or show related and quantifiable yep. in some form. So, Bill in Vegas, write this down. You're under center. Go ahead. Real quick, I have to throw a write that down red flag. Okay, we got a challenge flag here. There was Declan. I'm sorry. <laughs> Declan made against Detroit he said they would have a combined 750 yards he didn't say at least 750 yards oh, over no. 750 yards oh my god coming in strong oh no he said a combined oh. 750 yards and they had over 750 yards oh my god so I so, believe in the write down write that down terminology that would not be a completion so I do have the database here the prediction that so again, Declan, you transcribe these predictions, and I just enter into the database what yep. you put in. You just read the prompter. Right? It does say the Vikings Lions game will combine to uh, for over seven hundred fifty yards in the. I transcript. watched the video. <laughs> so the transcript is different than what he said. It's been altered. Oh, it oh is. My God. <laughs> oh, we have controversy. Oh, was no. Gore versus Bush in two thousand. We got to go to. We got to go to a court to to figure this one. You're out. A hanging chair. Yes. I think I we, actually I, we, rewatched the video before I got on with the with y'all <laughs> just to double check. What the hell, Bill? <laughs> Bill, Bill's coming in with the hell, Bill. Okay, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> you know what, Bill? Right there. This is for you, Bill. Yes, this is for you. <laughs> Wave the flag. I'm waving just, the flag for oh, you. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Yes, that's yes. Right. Okay, Bill. I'll do it again. This is for you, Bill. I'm waving the flag. <laughs> Me and Mick Tinglehoff. Oh, oh my god. Okay, just for fun. Oh my if, god. If we were to make that change, and I'm not convinced that we should, but it would put Judd into the completion percentage lead right now by 0.3 percentage points. Declan would oh. drop from 36 down mm-hmm. to 35.3. Uh, mm-hmm. I almost feel like first of all, we we will conduct an internal investigation here. But I almost feel like so for a long time we've we've had this sort of gotcha rule. And write that down, right? Where if you don't say at least, <laughs> if someone if someone says, I think I think uh, you know Justin Jefferson's going to score a touchdown against the Giants, and he scores five touchdowns, that technically that would be wrong because you you it was an exact prediction. We've had that sort of gotcha rule where if someone oh, someone we don't do it to the listeners very often because you know they don't play every week, but we may need to revisit the gotcha thing. That should there be an implied. Hey, if he says 750, he clearly doesn't well, mean exactly 750 yards. It's implied that he means at least. I, I think, mean, you would think as executive producer, he would. You would that. think that, yes. <laughs> I think. So I mad. think that if we had thrown the challenge flag that day, it's yeah, wrong and comes off the board. And I don't now think the, another, another, the offense has ran another play yeah, here. Yeah, I don't think we can. Oh, that's I mean, true. It opens that's up true. a. But but I mean, Bill brings up a great point, which is be careful of your predictions. 
Okay. So maybe that's the rule, that it has to be challenged within the week leading up to the next write that down. Or on that write that down. Yep. That's but fair. once that play has been run, yeah, I don't think we sorry, can you didn't you didn't get the challenge flag out in time. Because we're yeah. all open to it now. Like like we could probably go back and, and find a bunch of flaws. So yeah. That's and again, I, I mean De- so Declan, you must you probably have your predictions, some of them written out. Yeah, always. You sent that into yeah. the database. But Bill but is you, still but you spoke it differently on the show. Boy, make no is... mistake, Bill has ruined Dex's day. Dex now, I mean, look at, look at, he's gone from young and chipper and eager to participate. He's shaking his head, clearly pissed off. Yeah, hit him straight today, Bill. Hit him straight. <laughs> Bill, Bill, I would like to thank you as, as oh, a, I love it. a fellow older guy. I would like to thank you for ho- holding accountability that Sports Dad tries to, but sometimes yes. yeah, doesn't, doesn't really come through. It's on. just a Who's lesson. Track of the children? It's a lesson to it's all of us. It's just a lesson. Again. That's all. Yep, and we will we will continue to be lenient. We'll, you know, we will double check with listeners to make sure. We're, I don't want to screw Bill in Vegas. You know, with maybe his only appearance on the show. Declan's going to write all his predictions down wrong. <laughs> <laughs> LOL, Bill is wrong for every prediction. All right. all right, so Bill, what is your first prediction here? Right. Be very careful with your wording. <laughs> yes, my first one's going to be a butt, Judd. I need you to take your headphones off. I'll turn my headphones down too. Okay, there he is. All right, he loves this word. So he will say by the next write that down, he will say justification at least once. You need to count this for us, probably. Well, if, I guess if it's just once, it's just we will once, hear it. we can probably get we'll it. hear it. Yeah. 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 That's a bunt. I, I'm taking a bunt for the listeners. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love show predictions. So great. Okay, write Judd, you can down. come back. Judd. Judd, look. <laughs> On Twitter. All right, I got to turn this back up. You, All did right. you just did you rifle off a couple tweets there while you um, were I'm back. Okay. All right. This this could <laughs> this could business. come off the board. This could come off the board before in, the show is over. In the next three predictions? Legitimately. Okay. All right. Yep. Write this okay. down. The Vikings will beat the Packers on Sunday and finish with the second seed in the conference. Hmm. So they'll they'll I guess upset because they're they would they, be. last time I checked, three point dogs. Uh, the Vikings will upset the Packers on Sunday and finish with the second seed in the conference. Do they have to win week 18, do you think? They might have to win week, week 18. They might right? have to, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if if uh, if Philly falls apart, they could have they might. the top seed in the bye. They I don't see it happening, but down. it could. Dex? All right, my first prediction. Oh, I keep the Greg Joseph train moving here. Write this down. Greg Joseph hits a go-ahead field goal in the fourth quarter or overtime that puts the Vikings up for good against the Packers. Okay. Nice. Yeah. He's feeling it, man. What's the weather forecast now for Sunday? 30s. Mild temperatures. Yeah. yeah. Precipitation, though. Might be some, uh, yeah. Some it rain, rain. Some sleet, some snow. Okay. So, so the ball could, could, could be get wet. Murky. The could ball could be wet. Yeah, it could be a problem. We trust Greg the leg. Write this down. All right, write this down. The Vikings will intercept or strip sack Aaron Rodgers at least twice in this game, and he will be caught on camera chirping at one of his offensive teammates after at least one of the plays. The implication off the record being that a bad thing will happen and he will not take responsibility himself. He will blame an offensive lineman or a running back for not picking up a blitzer or... 
a receiver for dropping a pass or bouncing off his chest or something. So they will intercept or strip sack Rodgers at least twice in the game. Mm-hmm. And immediately after, or at some point after, he will be caught on camera chirping at an offensive player after one of those plays happens. Okay. Got a touchdown? Yeah. Because he chirps a lot. So I'm, I'm just. Well, it's he the does, other but the, two, the two turnover are, things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep, so it's, it's going to be a lot. I'm of just I'm, I'm asking a question. Bill, you know, Bill went to a very dark place, but I liked it. <laughs> so I just want to make sure that we're all like we're all. I mean, this is uh, crunch time right here. I'm no, not it's lie. okay. No, you don't. You don't have crunch to. Time. I'm getting confident. You don't have to Put validate. I'm feeling my oats. All right, back to Bill in Vegas. All right, Captain Kirk Clutchens will remain undefeated in Green Bay as a Minnesota Viking this weekend and throw for at least two touchdowns and at least 290 yards. All right. The key words being at least, at least least right there, the key safety words. This man knows his stuff. So (laughs) the undefeated in Green Bay is kind of funny, right? So he has a tie. Yep. Last year he did not play because of COVID, right? Yes. Yep. And then I believe he's two zero and one, two zero and one, and then this will be his twenty nineteen. They lost at Green Bay. Cousins had a horrible, horrible game in Week Four. Like he threw a ball in the end zone. They never lost. He's never lost in Green Bay as a Viking. I will trust. Let's let's look it up here. No, we got. (laughs) Declan's lashing out. I mean, we could have an immediate disqualification of of a prediction. Uh, Declan is correct. Declan is correct. Week like, two at Green Bay, and he did throw. I remember it was like a third. It was like horrible. a first and ten interception or something. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the Vikings good. lost twenty-one to sixteen at Lambeau Field, and uh, Kirk was atrocious. He was fourteen of thirty-two in that game for two interceptions, a fifty-two passer rating. Wow! How did I it, miss that? It was bad. It happens to the best of us. Oh boy! <laughs> oh, it's gonna, this is about to get ugly. This is about to get ugly, folks. Strap in. <laughs> Declan oh, no. D. Bill. Oh, no. This thing's going to take a turn. All right. I mean, Bill, turn. Bill, you can keep the prediction in terms yeah, of, like, the win. Yeah, just take the away the, well, take I mean, away the undefeated in Green Bay. You got it. You got it. Okay. Oh, I love that game battle. was in Green Bay, not in Minnesota? Yeah. Correct. Yes, and I, I, I do remember it. that game, too. Yeah. Okay. Because the tie was really good. Kirk came back and threw. Uh-huh. I, I think that the 2018 tie was the touchdown dime to Thielen, right? It was just a great pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was like this a great catch, too. But, uh, yeah, 2019 wasn't so good. All, All right. right. All right. Over to Judd here for your me. Right. prediction. Yeah. The Eagles will be knocked out of the playoffs before the NFC Championship game. Mm. The Eagles... We're all, we're all, all oh, the Eagles, the Eagles this, the Eagles that. They are starting to get guys hurt. The team that plays eventually in the playoffs, someone's going to come up with a Jalen Hurts plan that I think is going to be pretty good. And it's going to be Ed Donatel. It's going to be the Donna Shell. The Donna Shell is going to take it all away. The Eagles will be knocked out of the playoffs. In other words, the NFC Championship game will not be in Philadelphia. Interesting. Dallas could do it. I could I could see the Niners pretty much winning anywhere with any quarterback. Absolutely. They could make that happen, although that might not be able to happen. We'll see what, where the seating lines up. Okay, Dex. All right, my second prediction. Um, write this down. TJ Hawkinson and Justin Jefferson will combine for at least 
25 targets in this game against the Packers. At least 25 targets. Last week, I think it was like 32 at a, at a ton. Yeah. Uh, so I That's think crazy. that recipe will still continue yeah. against Green Bay. So JJ and Hawkinson for at least 25 targets last week? against the Packers. They each had 16, I think, last week, which is pretty much what it should be. Just yeah. yep, 32. 16 to JJ and then as many. And Hawkinson, he's not going to get you the as many yeah. explosive plays as Justin will, but those unless, are your two best weapons. Unless KJ steps up. Well, I gave KJ. you the 100 yard. Yeah, I know you did. I'll give you another. I'll too. give you another KJ one here. As I try to will my Hubbard TV <laughs> fantasy league to a championship this weekend, it lacks so much depth that I'm starting KJ Osborne against the Packers. And so on uh, Mackie and Jed, I told you that he would go over 100 yards. Write this down. K- I think this is. You tell me if this is a touchdown. KJ Osborne will score a touchdown in this game against the Packers. At least a touchdown in this game against the Packers. <laughs> So on the se- on the season he has, let's see here. Uh, he has four touchdowns on the yeah, season. I don't so think that's a touchdown. I, think I need to add need something. To yes. Okay. Let's go. Uh, let's go. KJ Osborne at least one touchdown. And who else could score a touchdown to make this a, a touchdown prediction? Hmm. I'll just leave it. I'll just leave it. Okay. KJ Osborne with at least, how about this? How about this? Sorry. At least a touchdown and at least one catch of 25 yards or more. So a big play and a touchdown. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Specific enough. Yep. Okay. Sounds good. Write this down. All right. Back to uh, Bill in Vegas here, your third and final prediction. All right. So Justin Jefferson. And Kirk Cousins will both get a vote for MVP. Yeah. At least one vote for MVP for each one. And I don't think that's ever happened for one team. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know about that. Now, now it's changed because it used to be that, that the 50 people who had votes just had one vote. So like you just write down one name. Now it's gone to the baseball thing of like tiers, like one, two, three. So yes. it's it's likely you're right. Like I, I could see that happening. Okay. I think I think Jefferson should be a baby. I mean the whole wide receiver thing kind of kills him. Kirk, everybody talks about his numbers being down. They're not really down right now. I mean, look, he's what fifth in yards. Um, he yeah, leads his, the NFC in yards the and these yard third games. in touchdowns. The back to back four hundred yard games did it. Yeah, and I get. I mean, he's got more interceptions, but. If you go back and watch, about six of those are not him. You know, they're drop passes Philadelphia or one was wrong J- routes. Yeah, AJ ran the bad route. Yep. Yeah, he and very he's really. If you look, it. if you look over the last, I believe it's five weeks, he's actually number one in just about every single category over the last five weeks. Yeah, because it's clutch time. Yeah. Well, if, if you look, I think if you look a little, if you look a little deeper, like so, he, yardage, he's gonna. He's going to blow by his Vikings high in part because there's yeah. an extra game, but he would, I think he would blow by it even without the extra game because he just needs, he needs like 150 yards to hit a new Vikings career high. Right. Um, his passer rating is down. His QBR is a career low and his yards per attempt are a career low. So some of it's just like he's throwing the ball a lot. He's going to wind up with more attempts than at any point in his career, which is why the yardage is up, which is why. Yeah. 
So, but but like by he's and large, also, he, he's his numbers are going to look similar back of the football yeah. card compared. He's to also years. doing it, getting hit more than just about any quarterback in history. Yep, it's oh, nuts. he's getting annihilated. It's he's nuts. If you want cheap, cheap cheap plug, uh, Boone bro- on trenches with Boone Purple Daily, which was up this morning on the Purple Daily YouTube channel podcast. Nice, I love um, that show. He <laughs> broke down two plays where Kirk got absolutely like he saw it coming, hung in there and throws a dime to Justin Jefferson. And he's just he's been doing more of that this season yeah. than in previous years. He just has. I agree. I wasn't really a Kirk fan. I'm kind of a Kirk fan right now. Just this you, year. Yeah. Just for this season, how can you not be? You gotta appreciate yeah, what I he's agree. done this year. No, I mean he's changed. Yep. He just Well, has. Bill in Vegas, we know you got a tea time here and yes. uh, you got some other previous write that down film to crunch to play gotcha police. Great call here. Yep. <laughs> So, Bill, uh, since you've got this life-changing platform here on Purple Daily, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that brought you to this moment? Yeah, well, just for this season, I would love to thank the Wilfs for not hiring Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah. <laughs> that's my. <Amen. laughs> that's what I'm so thankful for right now. Amen. Yes. Gentlemen, Bill. I love you guys. The show's awesome. Dude, thank you. Have a great one. Yeah, laugh those butts, Bill. Have a have yeah. a good round. <laughs> you know what? Don't listen to Declan. He's bitter because yeah. you brought Take up a time. great point. Look Bill. over both angles. No. Go both sides of the hole. No. Yeah. Do you, buddy. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Thanks. All right, bye, have Bill. a good one. All right. See you, buddy. Great stuff, man. Happy holidays wow. to you as wow. well. Boy, you are you're, uh, you're bitter. Now everyone's gonna feel like they're going to get attacked by our executive producer when they come on, write that down. Well, Bill did call him out. I mean, it I was did, fantastic. And Bill's point is a well, very good point. I just don't think that, that we can go back weeks or months after a fact and change things. Yeah. Well, it's also, it's a unique circumstance in that when, when the rest of us throw out predictions, Declan transcribes the prediction and puts it in. But when right. Declan puts out a prediction, no one's transcribing it. He is putting it in. We are trusting you to put the same prediction oh. into the database. And if mm-hmm. there's a discrepancy between, you know, what actually was said and what was put into the database, I could see how this would be a breach of write that down. You know, it would be a violation of write that down code. Do we need more checks and balances? We like that's Redwick the question central. facing us. <laughs> got, a, got, got some more duties for you. Come on every Wednesday, <laughs> write these predictions down for us. I think that's the question. Amazing. All right. Before we get to uh, actually, let's let's finish it out here. Let's go, Judd. Your final prediction, and then we'll get to we got some some other fun stuff on the show today too. Write this down. All right. My final prediction is this: uh, Derek Carr will not be with the Las Vegas Raiders next season. Mm. So yeah, he's he is completely train wrecked in the last like five he's, games. He's train wrecked. Um, I I thought at one time that McDaniel's might be fired, but I think that they are cash starved there, and so they they can't afford to to fire him and pay a different coach. Yeah. So I think Josh McDaniels comes back and I don't see how he, how Derek Carr then comes back. So I sort of like Phil's prediction, like the saints, something like that for Derek Carr. Cause I mean, he's going to get a chance and deserves it, yeah, but yeah, it won't, play. but his time with the Raiders will be over. after. Yeah. He can play. He needs it. What's happening with Kirk and KOC Guys like Carr, there's that like second tier of quarterbacks where if they get matched up with the perfect pairing, yeah, great point. They can excel. If they don't, they can train wreck. We've seen Kirk train wreck for stretches under the wrong coach as well. So everyone, 
Everyone uh, needs their their KOC. Like Kirk has found his KOC. Write this down. All right, Dex. All right, my final prediction. Write this down. This will be Aaron Rodgers' last game versus the Vikings as a member of the Green Bay Packers. Okay. So we can. I'll I'll put the end date of Week One of next season. Um, I don't know how long it'll take him to make his decision, or if he gets traded, or whatever the hell happens, but. This will be Aaron Rodgers' last game versus the Vikings as a member of the Green Bay Packers. I think instead of putting an end date, I think we can just agree that if if there's a transaction that like if he gets traded or or leaves or something that the prediction comes off comes the board. Off. And then if you okay. were to like unretire, then it resets. So okay. you're safe. Okay. Mike Schlereth, uh, I believe is reporting that the Packers have decided to move on to Jordan Love next season. Didn't Mark Schlereth also report that Denver and Aaron Rodgers were a done deal back in like well, that's February what, or I March? Mean, I have no idea if he's right or not. He was literally like, it's a done deal, Rodgers well, probably to the was, and that's why Nathaniel Hackett got the job. Why would you move on to Jordan Love, if you, like ever? If Aaron Rodgers wants to play another year for you, why would you move on well, to I don't else? see. I don't see how they get out of that contract. That's what confuses me. Right. And I get that he's weird and cantankerous and like yells at young wide receivers, but dude, they they have a chance to they have a chance to win out and get to the playoffs still, largely because he's just awesome. Fingers still. crossed. Jordan Love, man. Fingers crossed Jordan Love le- leads them into a decade of I know mediocrity to being awful. Yeah, by all means, like don't let don't let don't let us stop you from yep. Going to uh, this could this could shift it to the Bud Grant Vikings, where they are kings of the division for an extended period of time. Write this yeah. down. Okay, final prediction for me this week. So there's been all sorts of chatter. Right, the Vikings exclusively play close games. When are they going to get their blowout? I think the only win they have of two scores or more was against Green Bay in Week One. Um, so here's my prediction: the Vikings' next win of two scores or more. This season will happen in the wild card round of the playoffs. Oh yeah. So there. So, or if you want to say their their second win of two scores or more this season will happen in the wild card round of the playoffs. So it's kind of a parlay. It's they will they will win their wild card game against whoever they play. It's actually a three item parlay. Yeah, because yeah, they can't beat the Bears by. Yeah, it's a four yeah. item parlay. They will not yeah, beat the Packers by. That's a touchdown. Not beat the Bears by. Touchdown. They will beat a random opponent, and they will beat them by blank. So there you go. That's uh, some purple Kool Aid there. Bill in Vegas versus Declan. We got to see a little sparring match too. Bill it's always Vegas. great when you get to see a sparring match. I write that down. Oh, quick question did Did the prediction about me come off the board? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, I don't nope. know what it is. Obviously, so. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. But you said it might come off the board. During it could the show. still come. It, it still could. could still come off the board. Mm-hmm. Could still. Wow. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh. Careful. Whoa. Oh, is he gonna? Oh. Yeah. Is careful. he? Oh no. The wording <laughs> got to be watched out. What are you gonna do? Well, Judd sits and sweats and overthinks what the uh, prediction might be. I'm gonna tell you guys about an easy way to play daily fantasy, and that would be Prize Picks. You pick between two and five players and an over under on their projections. You going up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks offers every major sport, NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, uh, mixed martial arts. You can run mixed sports entries. You can take the over on Cousins Yards and maybe the under on uh, Gobert Rebounds or something. 
Use the promo code NORTH, and Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. You can also help us by telling them that we sent you using that promo code NORTH. Check out the app or the website, prizepicks.com. Uh, also, man, this morning, you know, I think Maya Mackey is understanding that sleeping in is you can sleep in a little bit, okay? Like, the Nutrisource will still be there. And so we're trying to tr- trying to train her to not, you know, Aww. paw us in the face, but... This is the face for the YouTube audience when we tell Maya uh, it's not quite time yet for your Nutrisource chicken and rice. We know you love it, but you need to wait another hour. And then she gives us the side-eye glance. And you make that face wait? What type of parents are you? We don't want the dog running the house. Oh, well, it's too late here. It's too late here. Stella (laughs) runs the house, and I gave up a long time ago, and that's why at 5.45 this morning I was downstairs brewing up some coffee and also pouring her 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 Nutrisource, and then of course she goes outside, and so she gets the training rewards treats. Look, a lot of you, your dogs run the, the house. There's nothing to be ashamed, but make sure that if that's the case, they are eating the best food around, and that is Nutrisource. Yeah. All right, boys. What are people saying about the Minnesota Vikings? It's been a few weeks since we've gone to the Ringer quarterback rankings, oh, the weekly Ringer quarterback rankings. They've been literally updating in real time the ranking of NFL quarterbacks since the preseason. Let's go through this and see where Kirk lands. So, again, Kirk has tied the record for single-season fourth-quarter comebacks. He is now the architect of the biggest comeback in NFL history. Yep. And now, after a couple 400-yard games, his back-of-the-football card numbers are starting to look even better. He's gone back into the, the top seven in total yards. Passing yards. Mm-hmm. He's, he's going to hit 30 touchdowns. So everything's kind of coming together for, for Kirk. Patrick Mahomes, number one since week eight in the NFL. Stop me if you if you feel like one of these is wrong, okay? Justin Herbert, the second best quarterback in the NFL. Wrong. Wrong. Okay. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow or Allen, I think, have a better case right now, personally. But I, I, I would, and I would take, and if you're asking me to rank those two, I would put Burrow over Josh Allen, but I don't think Herbert is the second best quarterback in the NFL. It's a little aggressive. Mm-hmm. It's a little aggressive. I love me some Justin Herbert, but he's not, I agree. I don't think he's on the level of certainly Mahomes. I don't, I think you're right. I think they're wrong. I don't know even how they justify this. He's been the second best quarterback since week 10 in their rankings, and they give him, so they have, like, Madden grades for all of the different attributes. They have him 100 out of 100 in arm talent, and that's great, but, like, yeah, yards per attempt, he, he checks down a lot more than the top quarterbacks in the NFL. So you, you know, if you just do it, though, as people expect, it's not as much fun. That's true. I feel like you got to pick a guy and ride him, and you that's do. Herbert. Josh Allen, number three. Joe Burrow, number four. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson, who's been hurt. Number five. Yeah, he hasn't played in a month, right? Dak Prescott, number six. I don't agree with that. I, I am. I mean, since he came back, aside from the, the game here, he has not been th- that good, and he's had a bunch of picks. Yeah. So I don't agree with that. I think that's a bad guy to ride. I think I Her- agree. Herbert's a good guy to ride. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't agree with, with his, his ranking, but I get the sort of need to be different. Dak, I'm get I'm more and more out on Dak now than I've ever been. Yeah, same. 
Aaron Rodgers, number seven. Yeah, I don't. I think Dak is way too high at six. Dak is a good, solid quarterback, but I would still take this version of Aaron Rodgers above that version of Dak. And they've got Rodgers seven. Okay. I would take Trevor Lawrence above Dak. They've got Trevor Lawrence eight right now. Well, that's an look at the second team. half of the season that guy's had. That's an interesting team. They're probably going to win their division. I still, I think within the next couple of years, he's going to end up being a great pick. Yep. He's in, oh yeah. He's in that I just love him. Number nine, Jalen Hurts. The disrespect is already palpable right now. We've already made it to 10 here. Geno Smith. (laughs) Okay. That's, I don't know. He's having a career season. Great year. He's having a career season. But yeah. So yeah, Geno. Come on. Gino right now ranks fifth in passer rating. He ranks fifth in QBR. So he is, he is having, he's going to go over 4,000 yards. I think he leads in completion percentage. He's I, having a good year. Yeah, no, but he's still, yeah, no, don't like it. Tom Brady, number 11. Deshaun Watson back in the mix at number 12. Really? And Kirk Cousins, 13th. They had him as low as 16th in week 14. I remember that. We haven't we haven't done this in a few weeks, yeah. and now he's he jumped from fifteen to third. Actually, he, it's funny he actually went down a peg after the Colts comeback, but he <laughs> went from fifteen to thirteen after this Giants game. And then right behind him, Kyler Murray, Derek Carr, Tua, Matthew Stafford, Ryan Tannehill, Justin Fields, Jimmy Garoppolo. So, how do you feel about Kirk being thirteenth here? Who where would you put him? Who would you swap? He's at the bottom. He, in my opinion, well for. First of all, I, I think that the list goes sideways, starting with Dak. Um, I think Kirk belongs probably to be around eighth or ninth. I, I put him behind Hearts. I'm fine with that. Uh, there's no way that he should be above um, or below Dak Prescott. Like, to me, that makes no sense. I personally, but again, I, I have not um, watched a ton of Seattle games. I personally yeah. would have him above Geno, but I understand that, that um, debate a little bit. Uh, but he is to me a top ten guy. Like, you know, like if he's ever going to prove that, he's proven that. Yeah, this Come is on. kind of a weird transition year for quarterbacks too, because like Matthew Stafford rose up maybe into the top ten, and now his body is ravaged and he hasn't played. Yeah, and uh, Lamar Jackson has been banged up again. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers just look a lot older. They're, they still show flashes, and I would still, I'd still take give me Tom Brady to win a playoff game, but like, um. So it's this transition period of some of the guys that we're used to seeing top 10 on these lists are coming down the hill for health reasons. Mm-hmm. And then there's the the second tier of like the Derek Carr's Tannehill's that when given the right circumstances have been up in that mix too. And some of those guys are having bad years. So if there ever was a year that Kirk and Kirk is leading the NFL in fourth quarter comebacks, counter argument to that would be, well, but Patrick Mahomes doesn't trail in the fourth quarter that often because he does his work as needed in the first, second, and third quarters. That's a valid point. But I feel like this is too low. There's I agree. An in, there's an in, interesting discussion to be ha- had here, too, um, and, and it's emerging more and more about Jefferson and Kirk. Like, that's another discussion. But Justin Jefferson's incredible, okay? But I will say this in Kirk's defense. Justin Jefferson doesn't throw the ball to himself. Um, and you've got to, and look, I mean, we have, I, I think for a long time, the one positive that we've all consistently talked about Kirk is his arm and his ability to make throws. And what we criticized was, a, was the hesitation previously to make such throws, right? 
He's making them now. Now, Jefferson's making incredible plays, and it's my opinion that the best offensive player on the Vikings is Justin Jefferson. But that being said, Kirk deserves credit for those throws still. And I feel like that's a conversation of how much is that being lost in the translation. Yeah. Nope. It's, uh, I think it's fair to say that – I think it's fair to say two things. It's not a black and white thing. Justin Jefferson is absolutely making Kirk Cousins better. But Kirk Cousins has also taken steps forward in his play as a quarterback in key moments. I think one thing we talked about on the trenches episode with Boone late last night, posted this morning, he, for years and years, it, it felt like, and Boone agreed as a guy that like watches this from a player's perspective, that if you punched Kirk in the mouth early in a game, mm-hmm. interception, a strip sack, a ton of pressure, right? That sometimes that was kind of a wrap that he would, he would go into full checkdown mode or he would rifle off a, another interception or they just – and they've had a couple games like that this year. You know, you're not going to be perfect every week. But it feels like he's fighting back against that more often than he ever has in his career. And it's, and it's never going to be perfect. He's never going to always fight back against it to the level of like a Mahomes or something. But he is standing in there, whether it's in the face of literal pressure where there's just a defensive lineman bearing down on you and still throwing the ball down the field. And I think he's standing in there as the ga- as the game flow is going against him in moments where maybe previously he would have just been like, like overwhelmed by, by the stress of it. I think KOC is just a great sort of calming presence for him. The prime one of that is, is against the Giants, the pick that he threw that was o- overturned after it became clear that the ball hit the ground previously. That would have freaked him out. He would have quit making throws at that point. He would have checked her down, and he didn't. And and yes, that didn't officially go into the uh, books as a pick, but the old Kirk would have said, oh, my God, that was too close. I'm not going back there. I'm not yeah. going to do that again. Look at the last drive. The throws to Jefferson were incredible. Yeah. Well, and there's even like a couple Thursdays ago on State of the Offense for people, you guys are, you guys are, this is anecdotal. You're making this up. First two years as a Viking, fourth quarter, close games. 3.3 average yards per target. This year, it's eight. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the evidence, the, the data is is saying the same thing compared to, for sure, the first two or three years as a Viking. Remove perception, remove arm talent, remove future seasons. Uh, Realistic Randy and I uh, did a little quarterback ranking on this week's episode, which you can find on this YouTube channel. And we both basically decided there are only four quarterbacks in the NFL in 2022 for this season that I trust more than Kirk Cousins, who are definitively better than Kirk Cousins this season. Our list was Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts. Wow. Those are the only four QBs that we would take above Kirk Cousins' performance in 2022. Does not mean he is the best quarterback going forward after 2022. There's numerous other guys, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence. There's future guys in there. Remove all of that and just look at 2022, the body of work that all five of those guys have done. Those are the only four QBs, in my opinion, that have done more or better than what Kirk Cousins has done this season. I would probably fight you. Like I get, I get the point of this that it's like definitively who is definitively better. I would add probably at least two more names to that list. I would add, I would add Justin Herbert, and I would add Trevor Lawrence, even without the contract in the future. I just, I think those guys are incredible right now. But yeah, like it's. 
It's wow. not it's not a hill that I would die on. Right. If you were to say he is straight up the seventh best quarterback in the NFL right now, I would say, all right. And this is why why the playoffs become so important too, because now ratchet up the pressure, take the thermostat and put it to eighty five, and that's where we find out. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a blast, and it's kind of it kind of starts. It's you know the Vikings don't have a ton to lose. Like the worst thing that can happen to the Vikings in the next two weeks is they fall to the three seed, but they still host a home playoff game. So this, you know, the floor is pretty high for the Vikings here the last couple of weeks. But yes. this game against the Packers, you're going on the road. They are desperate. So they, it, 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 there's a lot of playoff things here brewing, where you might have to go on the road against a desperate team that's also looking to avoid their season ending. So how do they respond? You know, another emotional win where you come from behind and kick a game-winning field goal. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think that's a wrap on today's episode of Purple Daily. We have more in store with a Purple Access episode with Judd and Chip coming up tomorrow, and uh, we'll get you Purple Picks before the week is over as well. We hope you guys enjoy your holiday uh, week here going into New Year's. Uh, all of this, by the way, presented to in part by our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Federated has been, speaking of a, a guiding, calming hand that KOC provides for cousins, that's what Federated provides for business owners going back to 1904. Based in Owatonna, they are one of us, so to speak. And uh, you can find a full list of industries that Federated specializes in at federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. New Year's Day, Vikings Vent Line. Purple Daily YouTube channel right after Vikings and Packers. Again, happy holidays to everyone. Thank you so much for making Purple Daily one of the most popular football podcasts in America in 2022. And we'll see you guys tomorrow.